Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. It's Wednesday, December 14th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. 21-year-old Congolese brothers Shako and Akeem released their debut album this week. It includes musical styles they absorbed after fleeing their homeland as children. These songs, they come from us, from Congo, from Africa, and here we are. We have a little story to tell the world. St. Louis Public Radio's Jeremy Goodwin talks with the young St. Louis musicians whose work already reflects a lifetime of experience in just a few minutes. A law enforcement veteran with more than 30 years' experience is the new St. Louis police chief. Robert Tracy comes to the St. Louis Metropolitan Police Department from a similar job in Wilmington, Delaware. He's held top-level positions with police in New York City and Chicago. The New York native has led the Wilmington Department since 2017. He announced plans to leave that job after the city council passed a symbolic resolution of no confidence in his leadership earlier this year, citing a lack of diversity in the police department. Tracy will start as St. Louis Police Chief January 9th. More than 400 St. Louis families impacted by the pandemic will receive some financial help from the city. St. Louis Public Radio's Rachel Lippman has more on a universal basic income program approved by the Board of Aldermen. 440 families would get $500 a month for 18 months. They would have to be the parent or legal guardian of a kid in public schools and make no more than about $47,000 for a family of four. The $5 million is part of a larger bill allocating more of the city's American Rescue Plan Act funding. Its sponsor, 26th Ward Alderwoman Shamim Clark Hubbard, says all of the spending will go to directly help people of all ages. When you look at these allocations and the departments that are going in, the work they're already doing, and the way that this is going to build capacity, it's hard to not get excited. Among other areas, the bill includes $13 million for health care and $4 million for year-round youth employment. I'm Rachel Lippman. St. Louis Public Radio. St. Louis County Council members have finished work on next year's budget, but as St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum reports, the county is moving toward a crisis if it does not curtail spending. The council passed the final bills that make up the 2023 budget. They feature attempts to eliminate vacant positions as a way to winnow down a roughly $40 million budget deficit. But Councilman Ernie Trakis says that his colleagues and County Executive Sam Page need to cut, among other things, programs if they're going to make a meaningful dent in the budget gap. This is really reckless behavior on the part of the council, in my opinion. Um, There's no um, physical restraint here whatsoever. St. Louis County will use reserves over 2023 to fill the budgetary hole. But budget observers say that's not a sustainable strategy for the near future. I'm Jason Rosenbaum, St. Louis Public Radio. The Hazelwood School District will ask the Army Corps of Engineers to test all its schools for radioactive contamination. KSDK reports board members voted in favor of the action last night. The move comes after some tests at Jenna Elementary showed high contamination levels, prompting officials to close the school. The Army Corps says its testing indicates Jenna is safe, Results from an engineering firm supported the Corps' findings. St. Louis Public Schools is taking over sponsorship of the Confluence Academy's charter school network. The Post-Dispatch reports board members voted in favor of the plan last night. That brings six charters in the city under SLPS oversight. 
Confluence Academies has more than 2,400 students in preschool through 12th grade. The network needed a new sponsor after the University of Missouri-Columbia decided not to continue oversight after the current academic year. Christmas tree lot owners throughout the St. Louis region are dealing with shortages this holiday season. Many have been forced to shut down early. As St. Louis Public Radio's Chad Davis reports, some link the lack of trees to the 2008 recession. Ted Drews, which typically starts selling trees after Thanksgiving, announced Monday that their lot had already sold out of its trees for the season. Data from the National Christmas Tree Association, which tracks tree purchases, shows steep declines in the number of trees harvested in Missouri over time. In 2002, it was about 92,000 trees, and in 2012, it was about 33,000. Some lot owners say this has been a problem that was exacerbated by the 2008 recession when demand for purchasing real trees was low. As a result, many tree farms didn't replant them soon enough. That can be an issue since it can take a year for trees to grow a foot. I'm Chad Davis, St. Louis Public Radio. The debut album by 21-year-old Congolese brothers Shako and Akeem reflects their long journey around the globe to St. Louis after fleeing war in their homeland. As Long As Your Mine is out this week. The two blend musical styles on an album that always reflects their African upbringing. St. Louis Public Radio's Jeremy Goodwin has more. These songs, they come from us from Congo, from Africa, and here we are. We have a little story to tell the world. Jacob Shaka and his twin brother, Akeem Brian, tell a musical story on their debut album that includes styles from Western and Central Africa and the contemporary R&B flavor in the title track here. Shaka sings in Swahili and English with help from St. Louis vocalist Aloha Michaud. Together we can make it, we can make it. Shako and Akeem arrived in St. Louis with their siblings and their mother in 2016. Eight years earlier, the brothers fled civil war in the Democratic Republic of Congo. There was a lot of bloodshed, and they saw their father murdered as they escaped the country. They grew up in Nakivali, a United Nations refugee camp in neighboring Uganda. That's where Shako learned guitar. When we got to the refugee camp in, in Uganda, it's, it's really like, you know, it's horrible. It's like, what can we do? What can I do to just busy myself besides going to school? And that's when I and some friends and Akim, we started to like create a, a street band. The band got really popular in the camp, graduating from the streets to shows organized by UN workers. Shako and his friend Emil led the music. Akim choreographed dances. When a refugee agency finally resettled them in St. Louis, Shako and Akeem had trouble adjusting to their new lives. But they made friends at the Revival School. That's an after-school program for refugees. Co-founder Michael Ramsey produced the album. And there are cultural connections all over it. Akeem raps in Swahili and sings some lyrics in French. A couple songs lean toward the dance-happy Afrobeat popular in West Africa. The love song Emi borrows a beat from Congolese rumba. Akeem says his music is a way to find some relief from painful memories. This music I've been doing is the one of the things that they make me like forget what happened to me. 
not 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 try to pretend to be like other people but just be you know and forget be that person that can forget they recorded the album with other local musicians including several congolese players at the intersect art center in st louis two songs go all the way back to their time at the refugee camp including prayer for africa Sitting in the studio one recent afternoon, Shako translates some of the lyrics from Swahili to English. It says beautiful mountains, uh, birds and oceans are all in our homeland Africa, but we don't have joy. Instead, we have tears in our heart. I have hope that one day we will see peace. Let's stand as one and build Africa together. Most of the time when I think about it, it just don't give me peace, you know. It, it makes me sad. As an artist, the only thing I can do is just to, to sing about it. Maybe my voice can, can reach far. Shako and Akim finished high school in St. Louis. Now they work in a factory making metal coils. Their goal as musicians? To travel the world. I'm Jeremy Goodwin, St. Louis Public Radio. Our David Casares edited that report. The Gateway is a production of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at choosewood.com.